Welcome to Let's Get Into It. I'm here with my co-host, Meredith Haggerty. Here as always. And today we are interviewing Nick Douglas and Tim Mooch. Thank you so much for being here, you guys. Happy to be here. Today we're here to get into it with Nick and Tim, get into their deepest, darkest fears. We want to talk about all their feelings, even the ones in the back. Definitely the ones in the back. Those are the best ones. Those are the sweetest. That's where the sweet spot is, in the back of the heart and the brain. And what else? And the shoulders. That's where I hold my tension. Is that why? That's why. Uh, That's very good. Thank you. You're really learning. I'm learning about the body. Over over the course of this podcast in which we've been talking about feelings every week, yep. Jason's really learned uh, what a feeling is, mm-hmm. how to identify it. I have about four of them now. Well, you're working on four. Okay. How many feelings do you guys have? What's the upper limit of feelings? The upper limit of feelings is inside out. Oh. And then the lower limit of feelings is Ted 2. I think I'm running at about Silence of the Lambs. Just murderous feelings. Mm-hmm. Tim, I gotta get into it. Mm. Let's get into it. What is your biggest fear? Ah, <sighs> ghosts. Have you, have you lost somebody that you're afraid is going to come back? No, but now that you say it like that... Is it more that you fear future retribution for your ex, that you're afraid of ghosts being a thing? Oh my god. I just think it's really scary to see something that might be dead. So why ghosts and not zombies? Because mm-hmm. zombies don't exist. Oh, that's, that's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Ghosts. Obviously, we hear them knocking on the walls at night, whispering in our ears, tickling down our shoulders when we're taking showers. Do you have a carbon monoxide detector in your house? No. Do you have any good ghost stories to share? There's this one um, about a haunted house, and a bunch of people were murdered there, and ghosts haunted them. Wow. Truly chilling. How does that story make you feel? Nice question. Thank you. It makes me feel like a child again on Christmas morning when a giant red man steals into your house at night and rearranges things. Do your parents have a carbon monoxide detector? Uh, no. Interesting. Nick, (laughs) what is your most prevalent fear? Uh, so not my deepest fear, but the one that is... Most on the surface, I suppose. Most of the time, The one that comes up the most. Mm -hmm. Uh, dead air. Dead air is my most prevalent fear. I think the best way to deal with your fears is through exposure. Okay. So I suggest some exposure therapy... We just go as long as we can with some dead air on the show. So we should probably start now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should yeah. start right now. I'm really excited about doing the bit where we agree that we're all going to be quiet and then we talk a lot. This is a podcast about looking forward, not mm-hmm. looking back to alternative histories. This is a podcast that Meredith and I host every, every week about feelings. And right now, we're trying to help you with yours. So if you would please. There are no bits here, Nick. Nothing. No this bits. isn't a joke. We're just trying to like work through things and not use a defense mechanism Mm -hmm. where we hold everything at bay and everything's ha-ha funny and Mm -hmm. we don't address our real feelings because that's what's really important in life. At the end of the day, we're all going to be dead and ghosts someday, haunting Tim, all of us. Bits are gone, baby. Tim, Mm -hmm. uh, if there are always ghosts, technically someone's around doing things when all the living are not Uh doing anything. Technically, yes. I'm just going to hold that... And use it. Okay. Hey, uh... Hmm? Hey, Tim? Yeah? What are you... What's up, Jason? What do you got going on over there? Oh, I'm just playing a game while we're being quiet. Could you, uh... Doesn't feel very respectful to me. No. You're, you're doing that thing that they do on the subway oh. with kids whose parents don't know how to control them where they let them play their games with the sound on and it ruins all our nights. Oh, should I turn it down? Well, down, down the direction. Off or... Oh, off. You know. What was, but look, I just what's died because you guys direction? were talking to me while I was playing. What uh, what game is that? It's called Hoplite. That was great. That was some great dead air. I think I've, we've moved on. <sighs> I think like I've done everything... Like, I've, I've, I've faced my fear, and it's done now. Did I ruin the dead air? Oh, I, no, I, I think there you... was enough dead air in there. There was a there lot was a of it. Lot like, in between air. the words, there was... How did you feel during that dead air? Because I mean, that's I what's next. I felt a medium amount of fear, but I felt it prevalently. Did you feel like you were, you know, in a safe space here, so it was... No, I don't feel safe with you guys. I feel uh, I've entered this zone of your podcast about feelings, and <laughs> suddenly you, you, you stuck me with not my greatest fear, but my most prevalent fear. What's the safest you've ever felt? Uh, in the womb. So how can you get back there? Uh, I've tried a lot. I can't get back into the womb that I was in previously. Uh, I've made a really good effort at getting into some other wombs, um, but I can really only get 
a small part of my psyche mm. back into that safe space. Now, how do you think constantly pursuing an engagement? I'll stop you right there because mm. uh, I don't I don't have an engagement with most of the wombs. It's mm-hmm. just like maybe one or two nights. And you don't get engaged in that time? No. Um, you stay I believe, disengaged. Yeah, marriage is meant for... Catholics? <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm sorry, I meant to say marriage is meant for something very terrible, and so I made, I made dead air. And how did you is, feel during that dead air? Uh, is it getting better? Yeah, it felt happy. It felt like if I used my fear as a weapon against others... Uh, that then it made it okay for me. That's a good lesson. So I think I've learned, yeah, if I'm afraid of something, I should do it to others instead. I feel like we've made a breakthrough. I now feel like this is a safe space. Good. Hey, Meredith. Yeah. Do you feel safe right now? Except for all the ghosts. (sighs) Why'd you have to remind me that there are ghosts in here? How many people do you think have died in this building? Oh, God. I mean, I think I looked up the architecture for this building. Mm -hmm. How old is it? Uh... I think like 1910s. It was Whoa. So it's 250 years old. Mm-hmm. God, that's, that's two and a half centuries of deaths. That's so probably 250 deaths. I at mean, least. one person dies a year in any given building, right? There's at least 250 ghosts in here. Probably little children ghosts. Are children ghosts scarier uh-huh. than adult ghosts? Or are elderly people ghosts scarier oh God, than all of they're them? They're all frightening. What's the scariest ghost? Yeah, age? what's the scariest ghost? Scariest ghost. Okay, yeah. children ghosts are probably more rambunctious and noisy than adult ghosts. Elderly ghosts probably just sit in corners in, with shrouds and sit in rocking chairs and spook the hell out of you. They're not getting anywhere quickly. This leads no. me to my next question, oh, yeah. which is how, how do you want to die? Happy. That's not an option. That's oh. a fucking cop out <laughs> right there. Yeah, you're dying. You're, no, like, come on. you're gonna die. How do I want to die? Oh, I want to die... Um, in a space rocket, climbing out onto the outer hull of the spaceship to fix something to save the rest of my crew members as we're being attacked by aliens. That's actually the answer we were looking for. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. I have it written down right here. Yeah. Whoa. That was the correct answer. Can I see that? Nope. Oh. Nick, how do you want to die? He can't read. I don't like to make him feel bad about it. That's, that was very kind of you. You're learning. That might be your fourth emotion. Oh, I'm so ready. Not yet. Oh, okay. I want to die uh, being killed by a teen ghost. Is that the sexiest age for a ghost? 19 is the sexiest age for a ghost. Yeah, they're of age. Legal is sexy. Contrary to the song by a band I don't know, if you die at age 19, you are 19 forever, and you don't have to pull yourself together. That's a great reference for people who have heard that song, which I can't remember. have uh, Have you heard that song? Do you know that reference? Oh, I wrote that song. Really? Yeah. I am whatever band Nick was just talking about. Congratulations Thank you. on your number of hits that is somewhere around... At least one. At, le- your, at least one hit. What's the name of that band? Meredith. Oh, simple. Yeah. I mean, like, we just, we didn't want to get fancy. We're all named Meredith. Oh, wow. How many How people many? are in this band? Yeah. 27. Seven. It was what do they play? Uh, tambourine, tambourine, mm. tambourine. Who plays what? If you could say who plays yeah. what. Oh, Meredith A, tambourine. Uh-huh. Meredith B, tambourine. Meredith right. C, tambourine. Oh. Meredith D, wind chimes. God, I'm uh. so excited for 27. Yeah. <laughs> but please keep going. <laughs> uh, Meredith E, tambourine. Meredith uh-huh. F, tambourine. Meredith G, uh, recorder. Oh. Mm-hmm. Meredith H, that's me. Okay. Hi. Hi. Uh, I play lead singer. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Meredith I also plays lead singer. Mm. She's dead now. <gasps> Meredith J, recorder. Meredith oh. K, wind chimes. Meredith Take your time. L, she's just a roadie. Meredith M, mandolin for mandolin. Uh-huh. Oh, that's oh, really right. convenient of her. Yeah. You'd Meredith think- N, tambourine. Meredith O, tambourine. Mm. Meredith P, tambourine. Meredith Q, tambourine. Meredith are? You'd think the rest of the Meredith's would have done an instrument that was also the first letter of their last names. No. That would have made it so much easier for Just the one. Okay. Well, except for Meredith T. Mm. What she she play? plays triangle. Oh. Mm. Okay. Huh. Uh, and, uh, and Meredith exclamation point. Mm. She, well, I can't tell you what she plays. She's oh. our secret sauce. Wow. Yeah. I love this band. 27th member. But Meredith Y is a real bitch. Anyway, that's all going to be in our Behind the Music, and I really don't want to spoil it. What are your feelings on the mashup album created by uh, DJ Gray Smith <laughs> that mashes up an entire Meredith album with an entire Death Cab for Cutie album and is titled Meredith Cab for Cutie? I was horribly offended by that because mm-hmm. uh, only some of us are dead. 
Follow-up question. Uh, what age was Meredith I when she died? 19. Is she available? Oh, no. I heard she met a really nice sea captain. It's always a sea captain. He is very spooky. Do ghosts find spookiness attractive in other ghosts? I mean, don't you find spookiness attractive in other humans? Not particularly. I don't think we have anything to talk about uh, here, then. I'll just be quiet. You are tremendously spooky today, Meredith. Thank you. You're welcome. That is what I'm always going for. I have feelings about that. Oh, tell me about your feelings about my spookiness. Um, I was scared. Mostly attraction, probably, because of how attractive spookiness is, as I mentioned before. I understand and acknowledge your canon. Mm -hmm. Spookiness is attractive. Yeah. When I first saw you, I was scared, Mm -hmm. because spookiness is scary to me. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, it's not so bad. I can get used to it. And then I was like, oh, but... It's a spooky woman, and powerful women scare me. That's true. And so they I had to deal with you. that. That's, that's your second emotion. Yeah. Fear of a powerful woman. Yeah. We've been working on that for weeks. I know. How's it going? Mm, I looked you in the eyes like a half a time today, so... <laughs> yeah, I hated bold. that. I don't think you should try it again. Never again. It's okay. I was just, just trying some stuff out. Does anyone, out, anyone else <sighs> want to try looking me in the eye, boys? Nope. No, no thanks. I'm no. good. Not after what happened in episode three when you had Hillary Clinton as a guest. You're a fan. You know, oh, yeah. the things that she said about her feelings, that lady is able to get into it. She really got into it she about Bill. She has like four and a half feelings. She might have five. Really? The fifth is wanting to be president. Oh, uh, okay. She has the shit out of that feeling. Yeah. That's why I'm stuck at four. Yeah. You'll get there. Do you have aspirations? Do I have aspirations? Yeah. Oh, no, I've fulfilled all my dreams. Yeah? Yeah, I'm done. I'm at the peak of my life. How does it feel? It feels medium. That's probably the top of the mountain is medium, then. Yeah, it's a plateau. Life is a plateau. I thought it was a highway. I wrote that song, too. Oh. Mm. With, the, with, with Meredith? Meredith. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can you uh, give us a couple bars? Yeah, it goes, Life is a highway. This song was written by a bunch of Merediths. Oh, who, which of the Merediths thought up the uh, signature move that you have, where you end every song... With a credit uh, to yourselves for writing it. Oh, that was Meredith I. She's dead now. This might be a touchy subject. Yeah. But because you've broached it about three times, I feel okay waiting in. How did Meredith I die? Are you are you allowed to talk about it? After a, an order from the from the court of the state of New Jersey, no, I'm not mm-hmm. allowed to talk about it. But I will say that she got what was coming to her. We're we're in New York now, though, so I think you can say. I'm, as a result of a court order from the state of New Jersey, I am always in the state of New Jersey. God, that is hell. Meredith, I can't help but think Mm -hmm. that we've turned inwards. Yes. And have let our guests off the hook right now. Oh, God. They're on to us. So it's time to talk about your dreams. I don't know if I'm ready for this portion. I don't know if I can watch this. Um... Meredith and Jason, we're yes. such big fans. We were wondering oh, wow. if you would treat us to that really funny back and forth banter you did in episode four. That was a good episode. You know, that was a pretty good episode. The, the thing about the dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. remember our guest in that episode? Cracked mm-hmm. me. Oh my God, of course I do. Our guest was, was a ghost. A ghost. We had actually, well, it was a series of ghosts. Mm-hmm. Well, it was the ghost of Christmas past mm-hmm. and the ghost of Christmas future. Oh, friend. We couldn't ghost. get the ghost of Christmas present because he is busy preparing for the season. We also got the, the ghost of St. Patrick's Day past mm-hmm. and the ghost of St. Patrick's Day future. We got Guy Fox For like five Ooh. minutes before they passed out. That's right. a big They day. were in their cups. <laughs> Real Irish. Yeah. I mean, and they told us, you know... All the secrets of emotions and... Christmas and spirit. That's when Jason got his third emotion. Yeah, Christmas spirit is my third emotion. So how's I, it going, by the way? Oh, how's the how's my Christmas spirit going? I like the Christmas tree that you have up. Well, we have so much space yeah. and so many rooms in here. One of them at least has to have a Christmas tree in it. That's true. And it's a great dampening effect on the acoustics. I really want to get into our dog bit. Oh, that's we true. Have, this is the first time we have had fans I know. on the podcast. I mean, well, Hillary Clinton was a fan, but... Tim, this was a great idea researching the podcast. I know. I'm sorry for misstepping there and accidentally such a prolonged a pause in our speech. Let's keep it going. I okay. I don't understand uh, why they're so hung up so on ghosts. So that thing about dogs that we find. Okay. Uh, which, uh, and now they're making me I'll, I'll start. go along okay. with the lie. Here, you have to eat your words. So, it's so uh, Ghost of Christmas Past. Hey, Jason, that's me. Hey, what do you in the past put in your dog's stocking? Because dogs need stockings, and do they have four because they have so many four, more feet? to fill? Well, son, that's a good question. Thanks, Dad. Dogs have six stockings, actually. Why? One for their tail and one for their head and one for their four paws. Uh, And in each of those stockings, we, in past, as I lived Mm -hmm. in the past, because that's where I'm from. Well, that's been established. I know, (laughs) Kevin. 
we put coal in all those stockings like we put in everyone's stockings like everyone deserves. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I like how we even dog based bed. Tim, do you think they're on to the fact that you're not really afraid of ghosts? I don't think so. There's a lot of this ghost based content going on. Yeah, I have, Are they I just, have to think. Have they not learned the feeling of empathy? I don't know if they're up to that yet. They only think there are five feelings. What kind of podcast is this? I know. They're like in a previous generation of amounts of feelings. They haven't realized that you can compress the semiconductor and get a whole 256 feelings out of one chip. Didn't they take adventure physics? It's crazy. Dead cows. See, this world every single holiday is about dead cows. National Donut Day. Dead calories. No, those calories are very much alive. Hey, Meredith. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you remember when you went to Quran camp as a kid? Yes. Every summer? Fondly. How, what was that like? It was offensive. To whom? Mostly to the other children because of the stuff that came out of my mouth. It was just horrible. What did you say about the Quran? This book is only mediocre and uh, yeah. I cut myself on the pages, this piece of crap. And, so you um, did like a literary review of yeah. it while they were studying. Damn, they were, a religious text. Yeah, and I, and I was like, I don't, like, all these people's names sound alike. What was your favorite name in the Quran? Oh, Jesus. You know he's the most quoted prophet in the Quran? Is he Irish? Oh, Jesus? Tim, I'm getting a feeling that they actually haven't done this podcast before, that this is their first episode. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. There's a lot of I think they're finally catching on that we haven't done this podcast for the year. No, I think we're nailing it. Yeah, I think we've really fooled them and everyone else. It was really weird when Jason sent me what he claimed was the previous episodes of this book. Yeah, what did they send? All three of them were hosted by Scott Ackerman. What? One of us was I'm pretty sure. No, we can probably just speak. This has been the weirdest day of my life. Why? Because we just woke up together in this room with microphones on. That's true. These two fucking strangers. It's been very upsetting. And we had to pretend I'm having a podcast in the past. I mean, like, it's pretty upsetting. I don't know how to make a good podcast. That is so weird. He didn't even send me anything. He said, come over for dinner. And then all of a sudden, I'm sitting here talking on a podcast. Do we have to be in a pod at some point? I googled your name. You definitely know what a podcast is. Shh, that's not canon. Oh, shit, okay. Let's go to a break and figure this shit all out. Welcome to Let's Get Into It, episode 7, here with Tim and Nick, with Meredith Haggerty, who is a great podcast human and writer human, and now streaming video human on the internet. I saw you on a video. I, I was in a video. Yeah. Yeah. You were, what was a streaming thing? video human. You were like... In pajamas? I was in my caftan. Uh, we What's did, a caftan? I did, it's the greatest article of clothing that a human can own. It's basically just a big sheet that you put over you and then wear in public. That Maybe does with a belt. Great. It's what old ladies wear or like young Stevie Nicks sometimes or B. Arthur. Going out in public uh, dressed in a sheet that's draped over yourself. It sounds a lot like a ghost. Ah, oh! Ah, I've got a piercing pain in my head. What's going on, Nick? I don't. Oh, I just you heard just dead air. About a go- Ow! Are you all right? I, Tim, I'm what the hell is right? happening here? I don't know. They were Are you sitting okay? there. They were talking about go. Ow! What? Ow. What's happening? You're acting like you all just saw a good... Ow! I think I see what's happening. What's happening? Every time one of us says... Ow! Jesus! No, that can't be because everybody knows there's not actually such a thing as... Ah! Ah! Wait. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are you guys talking about a good, 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 All right. We all know what word is tripping us up. Right. Right. So we just have so, to not say it. Right. No one says, God, Jesus from the Quran. Wait, why can't we say Jesus from the Quran? Did you know that Jesus was the most... Oh, we have to avoid this word. Nick, what's the Holy Trinity? The Holy Trinity, mm-hmm. right, is when you got two dudes... They stand back to back, and they both reach around with one of their arms and jerk each other off. Meredith, is this what your podcasting experience has always been like? This is exactly what WNYC was like, actually. Wow. Yeah. It's it more was, ribald than I thought it would be. It was different. You know, Brian Lair is just not the way you think he'd huh. be. Oh, he might be the way I think he is. <laughs> you know, I really thought that that was going to turn at some point and so be about... Religion, but now it ended with the jerking off thing. Yeah. You really, you just didn't pull any punches. Now, Meredith, mm-hmm. you are a fan of this podcast. Of, yes. I'm assuming. 
And so you know as well as I do that it has a tendency to get very, very masculine in here. It does. I'm a little concerned about this. Well, as a man, you should be. How can we get through a podcast without talking about back-to-back HJs or any like weird, gross stuff like that Yeah. when we don't have female guests in here to help us do that, help us help ourselves not engage with our base, shitty, masculine behavior. I mean, I think that as men, you should probably always just, like, keep in mind that you're the reason for all the world's problems Mm -hmm. and that, like, you guys can't do anything right. Mm -hmm. Like, you really screwed the pooch repeatedly um, on a historical level. Mm -hmm. Um, So you should just keep that forefront in your mind all the time and then sit really still and never talk about your dicks. When you screw a pooch, that's called the 12 (laughs) disciples. Yeah. Why is that? Because a dog has six nipples. Oh. And if you multiply, like, the yeah. fish and loaves, uh-huh. you get 12. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. that seems like a real reach around. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. But, well, I mean, as, as for the male energy in here, uh, I would say cut it out is a good tip. Can What's that the, three part of the so cut? What? We do, like, a, we do a scissor motion. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you, you understand when I say cut it out, I mean, literally, you should probably, like, castrate yourselves. Okay. Oh. Cut it out. <laughs> Am you, I right? You did all three signals. What's yeah. it? What was it in that? I never know what I think it it's is. Cut, cut it. We know cut. So cut is scissors. Cut it yeah. is it a jerky is thumb a, over no, the shoulder. No, but I think shoulder. out is a jerky oh, thumb. Yeah. yeah. Right. What's the it? So cut, cut it, it out. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's so a little. It, it's it a little jack off motion. Yeah. It is cutting off. Yeah. Cut it. Oh, that feels right. Does it? Yeah. That motion I, usually feels very correct. See, this is what I'm talking about. We're not getting any I don't know, I can further. picture Dave Coulier doing that. I can picture Dave Coulier imagining nails scratching down his back. Mm-hmm. I picture him in the back of a theater. There's something on his junk, but like, what is it? Why are we picturing Dave Coulier? Do you not know this reference? No. Hmm. Should, well, we, should huh. we let Jason know this reference? Well, you're here to remind him. Okay, so... <laughs> Once upon a time, Dave Coulier, famous Canadian comedian. Famous Canadian Coulier. He dated a goose. I was going to say what? goose. A- Why did my head hurt? <laughs> Wait, Alanis Morissette is a goose? Yeah, you didn't know. A go go goose How did you not know? I have, I have a friend named Cody who will probably be a guest on this podcast at uh-huh. some point. A go 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 guest <laughs> And my friend Cody has hated Dave Coulier his entire life ever oh. since he learned that Alanis Morissette wrote uh, that angry song about him. What song is that? The, uh, the, the It's not fair to remain I, I don't think I've ever heard that song. No, no. Are you doing me singing Alanis Morissette? I don't know. Can you sing Alanis Morissette? It's not fair to remind me Nick- of the mess you left. I don't know the words very well. We It's been like a ton of minutes, and we haven't done any segments, and this no, is a yeah. goddamn podcast about segments. It is. Where are the So segments? here's the first segment of the night. Mm-hmm. What's your coaster? My coaster, it's called ah. The Chernobyl Diaries Experience the Fallout. Let me read some copy from the front. Ten years ago, the Ukrainian government let tourists visit the area around Chernobyl. They said it wasn't safe. It wasn't. I like the twist for when they said it wasn't safe. Yeah. It, it wasn't. wasn't. Yeah. So yeah, the twist mm. is that a government agency was competent. Oh, right. Uh, oh. Political. Got it. Wait, wait. <laughs> don't tell me. Oh, that reminds me of another segment I want to do. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's called Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Mm. Okay. I pulled into Nazareth. Where we weigh objects mm-hmm. and try to guess what the weight is. One of us knows the weight, the rest have to get. Yes. I can provide an ace in the hole. I had my weight taken this morning as part of my yearly physical. This is fantastic. Okay, let's all pick up Nick and then mm-hmm. we'll guess. Yeah, okay. That sounds good. Great. Should we do like the uh the old uh light as a feather, stiff as a board? Yes. So we should that's all pick the, him up but together. But then he won't weigh anything. He'll be as light as oh, a goat. Oh, that's true. You just threw up in your mouth. Are you yeah, okay? That hurt a lot. Well, I guess we can't do that segment then. Well, I weigh 98 pounds dripping wet, and everybody knows it. I too weigh 98 pounds, and I am perpetually dripping wet so that that figure is accurate. <laughs> you are a weird sweater. I really want to pick you up, Nick. Can we just do that? Let's yeah. do it. Let's do a segment yes. where Jason yes. just picks me up. Okay. Yes. Nick's taking his headphones yes. off. Yes, this is a segment called Indulge Jason. He threw his headphones down. Oh, oh. He, he's like fireman carrying Nick over his shoulder, Can spinning you, him around. You almost he hit his head slammed the him wall. down on the floor. Did he feel 98 pounds? 
dripping wet. Jason's <laughs> crying. Are you now? Jason's wet. Oh, that, those aren't tears. Yeah. That's just most of the water coming from me. Well, yeah, I would say ninety-eight. Yeah, right on the dot. Great. Uh, tell us how much you weigh, Nick. Uh, ninety-eight pounds. Wow. Oh, wow. what a surprise! You're perpetually dripping wet. You're right. That is that also is... my body temperature. The wetness keeps me just half a degree cooler. Right. Right. That's nice, especially in the summer. What do you or... think Nick Lachey is doing right now? Grilling. Crying. Can you put it in a sentence? Nick Lachey, comma, protagonist of 98 Degrees, comma, is somewhere in the world. What do you think he's doing, question mark? So Nick Lachey would be the Nick L of mm-hmm. 98 Degrees? I have a question. Mm-hmm. A follow-up question before Nick answers this. Who's the antagonist of 98 oh, Degrees? Oh, that's a good question. How about the concept of taste? What was that voice? I think it was big Seth MacFarlane. Oh. Is Seth MacFarlane the new vaudeville? Seth MacFarlane is, is anyone you want to be. You do a Seth MacFarlane, you got eight impressions in your pocket. Uh, this is a segment called What's Your McFarlane? Lois. That was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, Lois, you're my mother, but I want to kill you. Hi, I'm a dog, and I drink like a person, and I talk like a person. Nailed it, Tim. Peter, get in here. I'm a woman who's nagging you because... Very good. I think that voice, uh, Mm -hmm. that character is actually voiced by Shelby Smothers. Thank you. You're welcome. From the Avengers. Thank you from the Avengers? Yeah. Thank you. Sincerely, the Avengers. Who's the real problem? Superheroes or those that they fight? The economy. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. That's the real problem. Thanks. You guys want to talk about the Greek economy? Yeah, I know well, a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's get, get into, into it. it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. We didn't oh, say that enough. We, uh, we barely said it at all. Let's fucking get into the Greek let's, economy right uh, now. Yeah. Meredith, I gotta let you know, mm-hmm. these come out about a month after we record them. Mm-hmm. So this is gonna be timely. So the Greek economy will be exactly the fucking same. <laughs> It'll be in the shitter. Like it's been for the last year and a half, because I listen to Planet Money, so I know. Do you know, like, the Greek economy told through a sort of representative figure who's just down there in the ground and has kind of a quirky story of how he took the situation and worked it to his advantage? I half get what you're asking me to do, <laughs> but the wrong half. I'm asking you to reward me for having listened to Planet Money. Well, someday, uh, we'll all be dead. What happens after we die? Yeah! <laughs> Hmm. Our headaches are weirdly getting very hammy. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm having orgasms. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Congratulations. Hey, yeah. thanks. See, Meredith, this is what I was talking about. Can't get away from those dicks. Uh, God damn it. Uh, what's so what's so dickish about an orgasm? What's so inherently male about an orgasm? I hear ladies can have them, too. Oh, that's a myth. Uh, that's a myth. What else is a myth about ladies? Breasts are a myth. Huh. Those are actually just an optical illusion. Wow. That we all have. Is that why I have to wear contacts? Yeah. God damn it. I knew it. Is that why if I stare long enough, like, suddenly they pop in? Mm-hmm. And then there's one of them and it's a sailboat? Yes. All women have sailboats in the front of their chest, which is why all women are such good swimmers. Huh. Yeah, uh, we can jump through time. Whoa. That's been very convenient. Backwards or forwards? Uh, only backwards. Yeah. Things are not good mm. back there. That's particularly disadvantageous to be a time-traveling lady. It's, can it's only actually go particularly disadvantageous to be a time-traveling anyone but white man. No, I've watched Louis C.K. Well, we're allowed now that he might be, like, not a good guy, too. Yeah, what happened? Is he not a good guy? Can you... I, can I don't you, know. I hope Let's so. get I hope into he, it. Uh, Louis C.K. was in my, like, pantheon of three white dudes that I liked no matter what. And what was your pantheon? Yeah. Him. Uh, so who didn't make it in here? It was Louis C.K. and two of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to ruin the surprise. I guess you guys are just going to have to okay. battle to can the you... death. And then the first person who dies was the one who well, did Can't we just take a silent vote? Yeah. Wait, so what did Louis do? He touched himself on yeah. trains or something? Yeah. Who, no, yeah. he showed himself to people, right? That's just he what they, touch I, I mean, that's what they say in... Guys, this is dwelling in the yeah. past. We need yeah. to look forward to we the future. Where women can't go. Yeah. And say, and say, now, uh, can we have all the jokes? Can we take those? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. You guys Actually, we divide? should depose all of our heroes so that we can have all their jokes. Who do you think is going to be the last comedian killed in a power grab for the jokes of every dead comedian? Seth MacFarlane. I'm a bear. Why don't you see how so much of a bear I am? Ah, fuck it, Macky Mac. I'm a bear. Hey, bear, why don't we go hang out 
and do some dude stuff together. Oh, I love dude stuff. Dude stuff's the only stuff. Yeah, me too. It's super fucking sweet. Uh, let's why go pop someplace and not make out, because dudes don't They're do that with each other. Yeah, dudes silent. definitely don't make out, so we won't do that. I, think really I mean, just a little just heavy petting. Oh, yeah, mate, you want to try? Now uh, on TV let's just put our little lips right? together. Ted 2 really coming out in theaters soon. I don't know uh, the difference between accents. I'm from Boston, and I should know. And Which I part still... of Boston are you from? Let's, let's get into it. Oh, let's get into it. Yeah. I am from outside Boston. How far? I'm from a town called Carlisle, although nobody calls it that because nobody there has an accent. Carlisle. Carlisle. Like in Pennsylvania, but smaller and full of less stuff. What street did you grow up on in Carlisle? That's actually an excellent question because I grew up, and this is not a joke, on Nathan Lane. I'm not kidding. That's a fact. Uh, it's next to called uh, Concord, where Walden Pond is. So, have you ever been to Walden Pond? No, I grew up next to it, and I went to high school there, but I never, ever, ever, ever went there. What do you think about that book? Uh, uh, I think it, it it's full of pages. Uh, there there was like a guy who wrote it. You can um, cut yourself on those pages if you're not careful. Wiling around like it's the Quran. Yeah, you'd go through more adversity than he fucking did. Yeah, saying that much. It was pretty fucking easy yeah. to be that guy. Let's take him whose down. Whose name a I do remember? Yeah, what is I've it? I've seen his grave a bunch of times. Why? Because he has a famous grave. Is that a thing you do in Carlisle? You look at graves? You go look at graves. There's, There's so many nice... good famous graves in Boston. There, there is a writer's row of graves in Concord, Massachusetts. And there's a bunch of writers and they're all dead next to each other. It's I went beautiful. to Boston when I was a really young kid mm-hmm. and came back with a disposable camera full of 35 or whatever exposures of just graves. That seems right. That's a morbid little dude. But they were all famous people. I think it was the first time I'd seen a famous person. Yeah, that is the best way to see a famous person once they're dead. Yeah. It's the way a lot of people saw Vita. It's blanket consent. Wait, what's a Vita? Is that the water? No. no. What? It's not That's a water? Um, no, a Vita... Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is, I never left you. All through my wild days, my something something, I kept my promise. Don't keep your distance. I can never hit the low note. You did a. Oh, I think you nailed it. I try. I have seen Evita a lot of times. I was a cool child. Why? I loved Madonna and musicals and. Argentina. Do you still love Madonna? Has that changed over time? No. No, you don't love her? No, it no. doesn't change. Just no to no. the whole other no. quest. No. Okay. No. I'm sorry. Do you want to... Why don't we take it from here? <laughs> have you guys seen Evita? I No. No. Do you have any uh, thoughts on the the songs that got cut from the show? That were in the... I, I have songs on, the, the, so, on the, thought, the songs that were added to the show. Wait, what was added for the movie? It's like there's some song that they added so that Madonna could shine. Every song? Every song. There's songs that they, that they gave to her that weren't for her. Like a song called Another Suitcase, Another Hallway, which oh, is about yes. being a real whore. Right, that's uh, originally just her. someone yeah, else, some, other, some other character. And they were like, no, you be the real whore. Well, and how, she was like, I, I get fucked a lot. How can they just change canon like that? That's really fucking disrespectful. It really is. Oh, well, they actually, they had a woman go back in time and change Eva Peron's life. Uh, If women can go back in time, Mm -hmm. how is this what they came up with? Seems like they could have done any better job. Because you guys are real dicks. We're just that good? Was it worse? Yeah. How often is it? So there must be rules. Like, it must be like you can send one back a day. Yeah. When when did you first discover that women go back in time? We each get a turn. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so every woman is born with their one turn to go back in time. Yeah, yeah, you get your one chance to kill Hitler. Okay, how how but long no do they get that. to spend when they go back before they get sucked back into the present timeline? I mean, I can't tell you that. These are lady secrets. It's like, is there some who's tone? on flow? You know, like who? Uh, oh, is she? she? She is a real cunt. Can I say that on this show? You can. <laughs> I can. <laughs> is there some tome that lets me know? What could have been like? How much worse? Oh, actually, you know what it's called? It's called the empathy exams. I knew I should have read that yeah. book. Yeah. So who's the antagonist then? I have to assume it's either Paul with his weird hands or who's the other guy? Rupert. What is it? Ike. Ike. It was actually you. You were the antagonist. Oh, all along. holy shit! This makes so much sense. I know. This is like the ending of the Chernobyl Diaries. It's exactly like the ending of the the Prisoner. The 60s TV show. I love that show with the weird balls that float around and make noises at you. I have no idea. I've never seen it. I just like to reference it. Um, It's not. Other kinds of balls. So I'm the ultimate bad guy, is what we. That's you. They you rip off the mask, and it's you. 
Huh. What's the mask of? Oh, it's of your face. So it's a real, it's Whoa. not much of a surprise. Just yeah. like the ending oh, of the Chernobyl thing. Or it's those masks that they had in Eyes Wide Shut. Beak masks. What, do you think they have those masks because they help you smell better? Because that's the last thing I want to do in an orgy is smell more shit. I think they block your nose from things. <gasps> the, those beak to. masks are completely full of lavender. That's what it's like at every orgy I've ever been to. How many have you been to? Uh, today is Thursday? Mm-hmm. None. But, I'm, you know, I, I have hope. The night's young. Yeah, it's Thursday. I have a beak mask in my purse. Really? I carry it in case. Is that a Mary Poppins purse? Is that another thing that ladies can do? Do you all have Mary Poppins purses? Yeah, that's what purses are. Have you uh, ever looked inside a purse? No, I'm terrified. That's correct. I think we have to go to another break soon. But before we do, can I can I just give you another... I never said what my coaster was. We'll get, we'll uh, get to that. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. Okay. Can, I, can I just... I have this weird impulse to give you a half look in the eye. Do you think I could maybe... Mm, do you think you're up Jason, to it? After, Let's see what happens. After break? After break. Maybe. Okay. into it we have done no segments so far and that is against the very nature of the show which is a show about doing segments so we're gonna do so many goddamn segments right now nick do you have a segment i have a segment that's called listen to this podcast while eating lunch hit me with it this is some science fact uh that i found out today i was uh researching for the twitter account of bbc earth and I found the the wheel spider, that fun spider that rolls itself into a wheel and then just goes wee and rolls away to escape. That's fun. You know That's what it's so escaping? Fun. A kind of wasp that tries to catch the spider, inject it with a paralyzing venom, drag it home, plant eggs in it, and then the larvae eat the not yet dead but fully paralyzed spider alive. Wow! You know, it's a tr- like, why don't we birth our babies inside dead? If things? you could birth your baby inside any dead thing, what would it be? Oh, okay. I would kill a famous person and birth my baby inside who? that. Oprah. Yeah. Why? That's She's great. the most powerful woman in America or you, the world. Clearly, nutrients that you would want to consume. Yeah. And take that essence. Fat Oprah, or skinny Oprah. I think Oprah looks great. I'm sorry. Yeah. You That's wanna, where your masculine energy comes from. I know. From. Do you want to... You want to... You take it from here. Okay, I'll, I'll be in charge now. Thank you. Well, let's do a segment called Men Fuck Those Guys, right? I have a question first. Wait, yeah. Jim? Yeah. yeah. Is this an episode of Ask a Question, Get an Answer? Oh. I think it is. Uh... How do we play Ask a Question, Get an Answer? I'm glad you asked. I'll let you know. The rules to Ask a Question, Get an Answer is I ask a question. Wait, what are the rules about Ask a Question, Get an Answer when it's a rhetorical question? If you answer your own, how do the rules apply? Because huh. as far as is I know the rules to be. Is that a different segment? I think it might be, because as yeah. far as I know the rules yeah, yeah. for Ask a Question, Get an Answer. Ask a rhetorical question, Get an Answer. Let's get a rhetorical answer? This. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you need new theme music for that one. We'll just play the old theme music backwards. That's perfect. I have no follow-up. <laughs> Oh, maybe I do. I was just handed this pamphlet. Uh, somebody just walked in the room, handed it to me, and I have it in my hands right now. I think that was yeah. one of our interns. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, right, Jimmy. It's a little skinny pamphlet. It's pinkish-purple in nature. There is a loving couple standing with their backs facing us, facing a wall of pictures. The top title reads, Can the dead really live again? Question mark. Meredith, can the death really... Let me start over. 
Can the dead really live again? Here are your answers. Would you say yes? No? Maybe. I would like to say something between yes and maybe, so that's I'll say maybe. That's not an answer. D, maybe? The pamphlet doesn't cover that. Was I supposed to say mass? Sorry, I, I don't... The pamphlet doesn't say. Well, where is your I mean, god like, now? But what happens if you live again? Do you become a... I have a segment idea. Yeah? This segment is... Um, I recently learned that uh, while podcasts are very hard to get an audience for, uh, shows where you play a video game and just talk over them, those mm. are insanely popular. Uh-huh, like a Twitch channel. Yeah, mm-hmm. so let's I think... Let's play. Yeah, let's play. And so let's play a segment that I call Let's Play. Uh-huh. In short, let's play Let's Play. All of you guys to pull up. You all have a phone. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You all have uh-huh. a game installed on that sure. phone. Oh, yeah. sure. Great. Uh, so just if we just all pulled noises? up, there's no need to be mean, mm-hmm. mean about the idea. No one's being just mean participate about this. in it in good, in good faith. Are you you know, whiz bang. You the the little... key thing about having oh. a sharp, pew, pew, pew. a sharp sense of humor is just knowing when to wield it. Jump, jump. Because you wield jump. a sharp tool too much, and you're gonna hurt someone. Fireball. Ooh, uh, when I opened Candy Crush, do you literally have an app to just make beep boop sounds? This is not in post. That's adorable. <laughs> have you finished the segment uh, explanation? What do we do? We, yes, we're, we're... we are all going to play a game, and then we're just going to carry on uh, with the podcast. Okay. Uh, okay. Describing the game as you wish, but at any time, just playing something completely different if you want. Okay. I my signifi- uh, my significator that I picked for my tarot card game, uh-huh. yeah. which is a game, mm-hmm. uh, was none. None. How is yeah. it a game? None. Because uh, I like playing with it. Oh. Was I'm going to ask it a question, and the question is, is this going well? What did it say? Uh, I'm still shuffling. And now I'm going to cut. Uh, is there, do you think there's a Twitch channel for, like, Kim Kardashian's Hollywood? Like, is that a thing? Definitely. Okay. I should get that game. Guys, what's a 15-letter word for stunning surprise? Or phrase, I guess. I'm playing crossword puzzle. Mm-hmm. What's it? Uh, do we have any letters? Yeah, it starts with B-O-L. Bolero. Bolt. Bolero Bolt. jacket. Uh, how about Bolt surprise? Bus? Oh, with a maybe, bunch of eyes. Yeah, maybe yeah. you have another word. Like wrong. six eyes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't. That's not really. And a couple of exclamation points. Mm. The 27th mm. member. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh wait, I'm gonna draw my cards now. Stealing. Mm. Dealing, dealing, dealing. I'm gonna look How over you... one of your shoulders. Actually, this seems pretty fun. Oh, How do people do this? How do people play a game and yeah. conduct? I, yeah. This does not feel um, very social. Oh, my first card was justice, game. but the audience can't see it. What I think, it well, like? yeah, you have to tell them. It's a picture. Okay. Yeah. It, so justice looks like uh, it looks like a a person with a page boy haircut uh-huh. seated. They're wearing a red robe with a gold cape, and then they have a sword that's pointing straight up in the air. It's another phallic symbol, mm. uh, and a crown. And the number XI, which could be anything. Oh, that's a good noise. Thank you. Justice made that. It feels weird telling people what justice looks like because it can't tell them what you look like. Justice? Because it's blind. You basically just have like a Moog synthesizer. It's not a game, that's an interactive toy. People don't watch channels with interactive toys. Why not? Oh, I have the uh, the Zillow app that looks up houses. What's? I think we should try that. Okay. If you just play the Zillow app for a while. I've been, uh, yeah. Go on. My boyfriend and I uh, faintly talked about moving upstate, so I immediately downloaded the Zillow app and started obsessively looking at houses, and I definitely have not told him that yet, so I'm excited for him to hear it in a month when this podcast comes out. <laughs> Hi, babe. Um, and Portland, Oregon, where he does not want to move. Ooh, let's look at Portland. Here's a home. What's the main antagonist of Zillow? Uh, Trulia. I get it. Ooh, I had something green in my teeth that whole time. It's a good thing this is a podcast. And this has been Let's Play, Mm. Let's Play. That felt, that felt productive. Wait, I didn't win yet. Oh yeah, it doesn't end until everybody wins. I got Justice, so I won. And Zillow. Wait, does that mean we have to play until uh, I get a house in Portland? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a long episode. 
I'm well, ready. while we're finishing that segment out, uh, I think we can start some new segments. Sure. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you keep looking for that house. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us with any updates. Okay. We're just going to launch into other segments while you're there, if that's all right with you. Uh, that sounds fine. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, hey, uh, Nick. Mm-hmm. What's your shirt, bro? Oh. Uh, my shirt today is a uh, sort of, uh, not a Hawaiian shirt, but a Floridian shirt. Uh-huh. We just did a thing about how squiggles are a thing. Who's we? Racked, where I work. Save um, it for the plugs, our, Meredith. Yeah. What was uh, the... Racked.com, Save part it. of uh, Vox Media. Save it for the plugs. It's a, it's a website that you can go to if you if you punch the numbers into your browser. When I say numbers, I meant letters. So on Racked.com, which is definitely part of the show and cannot be edited out as it is entering the canon, mm-hmm. uh, on Racked.com specifically, what did you decide on Racked.com about squiggles which the Racked.com readers were happy to read. We decided they're back. When? How long have they been gone? Since the 80s. We've Where, been calling it Squiggle Core. Is that what that Kelly Clarkson song, Since You've Been Gone, was about? Yeah, actually. And But it was like it was sort of like heralding its coming. Harold and Maude. Hey, mm-hmm. since you've been gone, let's mm-hmm. do a segment about coming back where we say hi to my roommate who just came back. Hi, John. Hi, hi. John. Oh, hey, guys. How was your day? Uh, it was good. It's raining now. How bad is it raining? Badly. Oh no, I don't I know. I came the gym, so I was sweaty halfway through, and then I'm soaked the other way through. So now. Was it refreshing, or was it a bad getting no, it was soaked good. halfway it was through? Oh god, I wish we could. We don't have portable microphones yet. Yeah, you could be electrocuted, I guess, if you brought the mic. That's this primarily what. A I'm shame because with. I want to get back up to my full weight. <laughs> I don't know. It's been happening all night. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, John. Bye, John. I think John had all the necessary context for what we're doing. He yeah. understood that. I have a segment idea. Perfect. I'll I can wait. hear that mm-hmm. crunch. I specifically like how you're locking eyes with me. <laughs> I have a segment idea called Who Wants to Trade Headphones with Me? <laughs> <laughs> Meredith, what's your coaster? Mmm, that's a really good coaster, Tim. I'm glad you asked me that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's covered in beer cans. Uh huh. But it is a book that I've read many times. Yeah, right. Called Masterpieces of Science Fiction Art Tomorrow and Beyond. Wow, it's a large Mm -hmm. book. Yeah, I wrote it. It has a picture of a scary bug on the cover. (laughs) There's a picture of a scary bug on the cover, and the bug is zapping a person. Uh huh. And I can't tell if it's a long haired man. Or a lady who got her boobs zapped off. Right. What is that bug doing? Because I heard that boobs are a myth. Mm. Sorry, pardon pardon my nosebleed, but I'm curious why you didn't communicate at all with your illustrator when you were writing this book. Oh, no, I didn't. You know how everybody has two personalities. Uh Like 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 that documentary Fight Club. So I I did the illustrations, but I guess I'll just never know. Uh, I have a segment idea. Who's your Tyler Durden? Mm, That's a good question. Thanks. Oprah. Mine is Jude Law. From the movie Alfie. Taking a turn Mm -hmm. as Alfie. Not Jude Law and Spy, though. No. 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 When he got his hair back. No. For no apparent reason. No. No. Is that that a Jude Law impression? Because that seems inaccurate. That was my Seth MacFarlane. Oh. Oh. You're a bear. Get it, bear. Nick, who's your Tyler Durden? Woody Allen. Taking oh. a poop? Oh, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> as done by Al Hirschfeld and trying to hold it in in a very long film. I don't think that uh, Peter Jackson made the right decision making three films of three hours each. So it's like a Hobbit movie or Lord of the Rings? I believe I believe I could leave the theater and come back in a half hour and nothing would have happened. Yeah. I would have missed nothing of importance. Still but there's midgets with swords. I, I, I believe so. Little people. Is um, this worse than talking about our dicks? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, my dick. Because I've at least seen a dick before. Yeah, but have you seen a dick perform for three hours? Finger guns. Finger guns. Nick, you're a real rare goose. Not since I accidentally Tim, swallowed... Tim, who's your Tyler Durden? Nick Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean you guys get to fight now? I don't think they fight in the movie. They have a I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Hit me, I'm a bear. Hit me. <laughs> Ted 3. Ted 3, Fight Club. Woody Allen. The first thing we do is don't talk about Ted. Oh, thank God. Sign me up for that club. <laughs> can it be Ted 3... 
Fight Club 2, look who's talking for. It's like a little kid, but she's so precocious. She's so precocious, you could just imagine her thinking very adult things. What do you think Kirstie Alley's doing right now? Can that be a segment? Yes. Boop, 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 Kirstie Alley. What do you think Kirstie Alley's doing? Wait, I'll sing the Cheers theme song. Boop, 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 Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Take the did all your money Dead have a lot Don't you like to get away Where everybody knows your name Where everybody knows your name Kirstie the alley And it also glad you came Bye Shelly Long Woody Harrelson And the guy from True Detective Don French. That was. <laughs> I I've always wanted to have a, a TV or a podcast or a TV show. Like, give me a TV show. Yeah. Uh, where what kind of TV I show talk. Do you want? I want a, I want a TV show mm-hmm. where I talk about the gender politics and Cheers episodes. Let's Ooh. get into it. And it's called taking the Cheers out of it. Mm. That's all right. Yeah. Now, if you can... It's actually, you, that's a podcast. My TV show is yeah. talking to talking about Meredith with celebrities, where I just talk to celebrities about my problems. Now, if you can condense that down to five to seven minute bits, we will run those in all of the breaks of our podcast. Okay. Do you guys know any celebrities? I know Oprah. Well, I'm looking to host some babies in our bodies, so that's ideal. Do we have an open end on the segment where we figure out what bodies we want to put our babies oh, in? Oh, yeah, wait. Why was I the only one who said what bodies I want to put my baby in? Because men, am I right? Ugh. Men we never said- say what body they want to put their babies in. Actually, men say that. <laughs> and women don't, I guess. Women just have the one option. You know, that's the problem. That is the problem. That's the real inequality that we don't get to put our babies in other people's bodies. No. That's another open loop. We never closed the men. That, what the fuck segment? Where what was you? the men things you said? What was the segment you opened about men? Uh, men. Fuck those guys, right? Yeah, we never yeah. closed the loop on that. I want to put my baby in the body of a wheel spider. How'd you catch it? Right, you have to get them at night when they're traversing along the ground. Uh-huh. Uh, and I can detect them through several inches of hard packed dirt with your antennae with my antennae uh-huh. and then I just mm-hmm. not a dick though not a bear dick. down with my stinger uh-huh. is that a dick also not, not a, a dick. dick okay and just inject it with paralyzing fluid that mm-hmm. sounds sexual that is a dick okay <laughs> hey, the paralyzing fluid is full of dicks mm-hmm. speaking of dicks mm-hmm. my coaster is Virginia Woolf oh. to the lighthouse <laughs> I love his work which is a book about dicks Virginia Woolf is my favorite WWE champion uh, of the whole East Coast division. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, what was the special move? The Aruga! It's really weird, because I can't tell if it's lighthouse-themed or wolf-themed. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. very confusing. When she would come out, kind of she'd both. be like, I will buy the flowers myself, motherfucker! You know? The weird <sighs> thing about Virginia Woolf when she wrestled is that no one was afraid of her. I'm doing my own finger guns! I fucking earned it! Meredith, who is your favorite... WWE champion of literary stature. Emily Dickinson mm-hmm. for her signature move of punching people in the dick. Yeah. Dickinson. Can't really come she back She was like, uh, are you a frog? I'm a frog. Uh, let's be frogs. And they'd get so confused and then she'd just punch him in the dick. And it was like, that's what, you know, it's always the quiet ones. You know how to beat her on uh, WWE for PlayStation 4. Oh, I can never beat her. You yeah. have to get in the M dashes. Uh-huh. Those are your chance. Oh, wow, that's so obvious. Yeah. yeah. You make your carriage huh. stop for her. Right. She's like, I'm not stopping for that carriage. She just ru- she sees a carriage and she just runs. You know what I'm stopping for? Mm-hmm. A fucking break. Because I could not stop for death, he kindly stopped for me. The carriage held but just ourselves an immortality. We slowly drove, he knew no haste, and I had put away my labour and my leisure too, for his civility. We passed the school, where children strove at recess, in the ring, we passed the fields of gazing grain, we passed the setting sun, or rather, he passed us, the dews grew quivering and chill, for only gossamer, my gown, my tippet, only tulle. We paused before a house that seemed a swelling of the ground. The roof was scarcely visible, the cornice in the ground. Since then, to centuries, 
and yet feels shorter than the day i first surmised the horses heads were toward eternity end of poem welcome back to let's get into it we're actually gonna bang out some fucking segments. It's going to be so many segments. So many segments. First segment is Meredith's Ideas. Um. Yeah, this is a... So I I was like, I'm going to be on this podcast. I'm such a fan of. So I made a list. Uh, and the Did list, you check it twice? No, I... Uh, mm. I Risky. Santa is part of the patriarchy, so I don't do that. Smart. Um, mm-hmm. I, well, we already did mon- men fuck those guys. Mm-hmm. And then I also had, why have I never seen Blade Runner? I have a follow-up question. It's the end of the list. What is the Blade Runner I was supposed to see? I don't know, because I've never seen Blade Runner. So I think it was probably the one mm-hmm. um, where he wakes up and then, oh, you're Santa now. And, like, he like he gets Wait. really fat. And then, Mary, like, guys, we're trying to talk about there. Yeah, like, just, we're trying to talk about Blade Runner together. Can I you guys kinda, just cool it for one I second? I kind of want to know what Blade Runner's about now. It oh, sounds really oh, interesting. Have you not seen it? No. Okay, no. you can get in the conversation yeah. then. Okay, I What's think it it's about? about this guy who yeah. um, who has to be Santa, right. and it's like there's some like little part of a contract somewhere. Can I actually and, like, jump in real quick here? Yeah. yeah, this should be a segment called Movies, maybe. Blade yeah. Runner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Movies, maybe. Blade okay. Runner. What do we know about it? Happens in the future, right? Has to do with Santa Claus. What was the uh, What was the protagonist of Blade Runner? Was he a cool guy? I think he was a really cool guy. Like a like a chill dude. Yeah. yeah. Just Not a cool right? guy who runs. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Say no more. I got it. Oh, wait. It. Does he blade, though? Like rollerblades. He That's roller what it's blades. about. Does right? he blow? It's like a Santa who rollerblades. Well, yeah. He has yeah. two blades. That's got to be it. Under a sort of sleigh oh, uh, contraption. Right. That, that makes, makes so much sense. Blade Runner. And then he just shoots off into the night, bringing ho, presents ho, to ho, children. Ho. No one thought that he could uh, become Santa because he was from a warm tropical climate. Right. Mm-hmm. But with a little bit of pluck and a hero who isn't all that he appears. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of tuna. Sorry? What was that? It's the, um... What's the fucking, uh... <laughs> I want the right name. It's my own canon. I should know the right name. What's the tuna? I really don't Little know. Bisky Baskets? fuck is his name? Oh, Whitty Whisker. Oh, Whitty. Little Wicky Bisker Baskets. Something nope. Like yeah, little Wicky Biscuits. Wicky Biscuits. Little Wicky Biscuits. So with the help from a can of tuna. I get it. Wicker Bicky Baskets. Now I get it. Wicker Bicky Baskets. Wicky Bicky Biscuits. Is this the bit that we do where we can't pronounce foreign names? <laughs> I think it's time for... Jason plays piano. Oh, yeah. Jason plays. All right. Uh, fine. What, do we have a thing to do this week? Play You're the gonna... Blade Runner theme. Yes. <clears throat> the classic Blade Sorry, Runner theme. can we get theme. a clean cut of that? Play the Blade Runner theme. Can we get another one um, that's more of a, uh, a wheel spider being chased by a, a wasp kind of feel Oh, yeah. To it's, it. yeah. That would go something uh-huh. like that. It would be like, play the... That's spider. Can you do <laughs> one with 11 noms at the end? Yeah. Play the Blade Runner nom 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 I stopped counting. That was way too many. We just get eleven exactly. I just got a weird like nom flashback. I shouldn't have rewarded that. No, no you shouldn't. Play the Blade Runner nom 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 Uh, can you play the Jurassic Park theme? Jurassic Park, 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 Triceratops and T-Rex and another dinosaur, Stegosaurus, big guys, dinosaurs, they're all burst down. Uh, I think I nailed that. Can you play Mario theme? Mm. Oh, oh god, here comes a turtle. Oh, it's, don't let him touch me. If he touches me, I'm just gonna die. Oh, I'm, I'm bigger. Oh, my head. I hurt my head on this block. Middle class pretension. 
Jerry Lewis. I would like to hear Everclear's Santa Monica. That's what God, I, like to hear. I would too. I am still dreaming of your. This whole time. Carrigan. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.